Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. My name is Deb, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. We are moving forward in our week of learning how to hear God's voice more clearly. And guys, I'm so happy I get to introduce my dear friend, Virginia, and she is amazing. And her passion is to help women to know how to hear God's voice. And today's uh, podcast is titled, Knowing God's Character Helps You Hear His Voice. And so right now, what we're going to do is Virginia is going to share what the Lord has laid on her heart, and then we're going to pray for you, and then you're going to have a time where you're going to go into 10 minutes of sitting with God, and we have these questions for you. You can click on the link on our podcast or go to the post on our website, click out the questions, print them out, or write them in your journal, and sit down and start talking with God about these questions. And guys, sometimes it just, nothing will come. And and just to know that moving forward through this week, but just to keep trying and keep asking. And if you, whenever you do ask him these questions, if you hear just like a little word of something, uh, write that down. Because as you're learning how to hear God's voice, you will hear words or phrases, okay? And then sometimes you'll hear a whole paragraph, but he is speaking. But just to give yourself grace and to relax and know that he is is good. And that's more about what Virginia is going to be talking to you. So Virginia, I'm so glad that you're here. And I'm so thankful these moms get to hear from you. Thank you so much for inviting me, Deb. And I'm so excited to be here to speak with every woman who's listening out here today. And this is such an important important topic to my heart because it really affects um, everything we do in our relationship with God. And if there's three keys I want you to take away today, um, this would be them. So the number one would be that the filter or our concept or understanding of who God is becomes a filter for how we hear His voice or what we think His voice sounds like. The second one would be that Jesus is our reflection of who the Father is. If we are not sure what God is like, we can simply look to the Scriptures and look at Jesus and how He treated people to see what God is really like. And the third is that God is love. There is no darkness in Him. There's no hatred in Him. God is love, and He loves us. So those are the three main things I want to talk about today because they're so important in how we hear from God, we experience God, and how we actually love others and reveal God to other people. And I think the first one, you know, was the filter. And I don't know about you, but, you know, if you haven't grown up in a perfect home, which none of us have, you might have experienced maybe a harsh father or an unfair teacher or leaders who maybe use people for their own advantage. And often in life, we can take our experience with our parents or with other leaders, and we can kind of assume like, well, God must be like them. If these people felt it was appropriate to treat me this way, it must be because that's how God sees me and would treat me. And so we put this filter on who God is based on how others have Um, treated us. And so if we don't truly understand God's nature and character, we will filter His voice through our past experiences, through our past hurts, 
through maybe what other people have said to us. Um, if we've encountered a church or a, a leader who tells us that God is angry and He's going to punish us every time we make a mistake, and just that fear of, oh no, disappointing God, we will begin to filter God's voice through a fear and be afraid to come to Him when we make mistakes. But that's not who God is. That's not who God is at all. And so it's really important that we know who God really is, His nature and character, so that we have the right filter and we're filtering His voice through who He is, through what the Bible says and through His love versus the voice or actions of other people and what they've done to us. And, you know, the parable of the prodigal son in Luke 15 is a really good example of what the father's like. Here you have a son who um, disrespected his father, disrespected his family, who took his inheritance that should have been used to expand the kingdom of God and actually went and squandered it on the world and on himself and selfish living and a lavish lifestyle. And when he finally came to himself, and realize his wrong, you know, he came back to the Father to repent. But the Father, every day, spent time looking for the Son. And when he saw the Son, he ran with joy to meet him. He didn't run over there to punish him, to condemn him, to um, expose his faults, or to shame him and put his mistakes on display. He ran to him to cover him, to put a robe on him, to cover his rags. And he came and loved him. He wasn't, he wasn't angry and pushing his son away. He was thankful that his son came close because he loved his son. And that is who God is. And you can say, well, I've done wrong things and, you know, there's consequences or God would be mad. You know what? Life is full of actions and consequences. It's just the law of life. But that doesn't mean that God is angry with us or that he pushes us away because of that. On the contrary, God says, come to me. I'm the only one that can heal you, and I love you regardless. And so knowing that nature and that character of God, it it really can help us to not live in fear of disappointment and punishment or feeling, oh, God God might not want to spend time with me or talk to me because there's something wrong with me. He doesn't see us that way. He sees us as his child that he loves and adores. And Jesus is a great example for that. In John chapters 5 and 6, you know, Jesus tells his disciples, he says, I came to do only what the Father tells me to do and to speak only what I hear him saying. And if you look at Jesus, every person who came to him, he welcomed, he loved, he encouraged and he helped. Never once did he tell them, you know what? You kind of got what you deserved, didn't you? I'll help you, but still, you know, learn this lesson. He never was demeaning. He never shamed people. He never exposed their sin. He simply cared for them. He helped them. He loved them. He never put requirements on them to be able to come to him. He made himself available to anyone who wanted to come. And not only that, Jesus went out. He didn't say put. He went to seek and save the lost. He went out looking for the hurting who needed help because that's who God is. God is always looking for the hurting who need help and making himself available for anyone to come to him because he loves people. His desire isn't to shame people. It's not to belittle people. It's not to be angry with people and put them in time out for a bit. His desire is to truly love people and to help people and to heal people because 
when we know that we're loved and that God's with us and that He we allow Him to heal our hearts and we come to Him, we become a great reflection of God's love for others. And so Jesus is the reflection of the Father. And I know growing up, I kind of always felt like, oh, like I messed up. Um, God must be really disappointed in me. And so with this like, oh, is it okay for me to come to you? Is it okay for me to ask help? Like, I need to punish myself because I've disappointed God. And that's that's not how God is. Jesus is the reflection of a loving Father who welcomes everyone regardless of their situation, and who came to seek and save the lost. Before we even knew that we needed help, He came to seek and to save us because He truly loves us that much. And John, 1 John 4, 8 tells us that God is love and that there is no darkness in Him. And that's it's kind of a hard concept to think there's no darkness in Him, there's no shadow in Him. But God is love. There is no, um, there's no evil intention in God's heart. He is love. And 1 Corinthians uh, 13 tells us that God, you know, what the love chapter is. And that is um, love is patient, love is kind, love is gentle, love is not self-seeking. And really that is just a description of who God is and how He behaves towards us. You know, God loves us. God is patient with us. God is kind to us. God does not push us down to elevate himself in a hurtful manner. God does not belittle us to raise himself up. God is not proud. He, you know, proud people, they hurt others, they belittle others. He's not, he doesn't belittle us. God, he doesn't dishonor us. He protects us. You know, God is not out for just, um, He's not out to belittle other people and to make them small, to make himself look good. When we walk in the fullness of God and we walk in the love of God, it actually shows how great God is. So he wants us to walk in the fullness of his love because that actually reflects the kindness of who God is and his care for us and his care for others. God is love. He's long-suffering with us. You know, his patience doesn't wear out with us. And I think as a parent, sometimes my patience wear, wears out, right? And I think, oh, gosh, these kids. But, you know, God's patience never wears out with me and never wears out with you. He doesn't finally go, well, I've told you 10 times and now we're done. You know, he simply is, he's just as long suffering. He continues on and continues on no matter how long it takes. And just as there is no darkness in God, sometimes we miss that we have an enemy who is out to destroy us because he hates God and we were created in God's image. And so he hates us because we're a reminder to him of God. And John 10 10 says that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but God comes to give life and give it abundantly. And just as there is no darkness in God, there's no light in the devil. He doesn't have any good intentions for you. He's not out to make your life easy. He's not compassionate. He's not um, patient with you. He is out to hurt you. And he, a lot of times we equate the messiness of life with, oh, this must be God's will. Well, God is punishing me. And that's not the case. We have an enemy who's full of darkness that wants to hurt us. And we have a God who's full of light that wants to help us and who loves us and who cares for us.
So that's important for us to just to recognize God's love and that He is full of light and the enemy who hates us is full of darkness. And not everything bad in life, it's not God. God is here to help us through the darkness. You know, it's God's desire that none should perish. And the Bible actually says it's His goodness that leads us to repentance. And sometimes we think, you know, the punishment, the punishment. You know, God puts punishment on people to bring them to um, to repentance. And the truth is, is we all deserve to be punished. We do. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And it's God's goodness that leads us to repentance. It's the love and the coming to us when we don't deserve it. It's the kindness when we don't deserve kindness. It's it's the fact that we don't deserve anything good from God, but He still chooses to do it because He loves us so much. And when we have that filter on of, oh, you know, I messed up, or a parent that maybe had an explosive temper when we messed up, and we filter that through, this must be how God reacts to me, it actually makes us hesitant to come to God. And that's not God's heart. God never will push us away. He'll talk to us and He'll correct us because He loves us and He doesn't want us to be hurt or to cause pain and suffering, but He will always do it in a way that draws us closer and never in a way that pushes us away. And I know the other morning I was sitting there and I had this feeling and I was like, oh, oh, maybe I've disappointed God. Oh, maybe He doesn't you know, want me to come in close. And I just stopped and I thought, hold on, this is not God. God would never push me away. He's always drawing us to come close. And I just sat there and went, okay, Lord, you love me. You want me to come close. Lord, if there's something in my heart, you're welcome to reveal it and speak to me about it, but you would never push me away. And so thank you that I can come to you and that you welcome me to your side. And that's God's desire, you know, that all of us would come to him, that we would all know that we are welcomed to His side. And, you know, often I think, you know, many of us have had just different upbringings and different experiences with a father or a leader or a church leader, and we don't realize how welcomed we are to God's table. And because maybe we're not sure that God really is kind and loving and patient and gracious with us, we're actually afraid to surrender parts of our life to Him. Because what if what if he really is embarrassed by us? Or what if he condemns us? Or what if he shames us? Or what if he does all these things that actually hurt us? And what ends up happening because we have that filter of, oh my gosh, people did this, we end up kind of holding on to areas of our lives because we're afraid of what God might do with that. And I just want to encourage you that God is the safest person you could ever come to. And he loves you, and His desire is to, to help us, to heal us, and to restore us. And He's gentle. He's not harsh. He's not in this huge hurry. He's so gentle to us. And we can come, and we can surrender everything to Him because He is safe, and He loves us, and He cares for us. And He will come, and He will protect us. And so I just want to encourage you, if you are holding on to things going, I just don't know. I just don't know if I can trust God with this. Um, you can. And God wants you to come and surrender it all because He wants to love you, and He wants to care for you, and He wants to change our filter 
of how we see him. And he wants to reveal himself in a very, very true way. You know, God is not like man. He's not like you and I. He is not like our earthly fathers. God is very different. And he's pure. He is love. And he is kind. And he's gracious to us. And, you know, he sent his son because he loved us. Everything God does is out of love for us. It's not out of punishment for us. It is out of love. And um, in a moment, we're going to go ahead and have the worship music on, and there'll be a link there. And I want to just encourage you, as you go in there, you maybe you're like, I don't know. I don't know if God really sees me that way. This just seems too good to be true. You know, who's ever been that kind? Well, no one has. Only God has. And I just want to encourage you, as you go to sit down with God, to out loud, just say, Jesus, thank you that you love me. Whether I feel it or not, your love is true. So thank you that you love me. And thank you that you want me to come close to you. And help me to set my heart to see you for who you truly are. Not what I've perceived from others or not what I've experienced from others, but who you truly are. That's so good, Virginia. Thank you so much. I'm, I am just, I'm amazed at what God is doing in this hour and in this time where I feel He is drawing the body of Christ even nearer to Him through everything that we've all been through during this last season, that He is drawing us nearer and He wants us to come so close. I love what you said. And so, I just want to pray for you and I want to, I, I just want to invite you in to put everything aside. Um, and I know as moms, it's so hard, right? But take this next 10 minutes and just in, even if your kids are all around you, God can speak through anything, but if you can get to a quiet place for 10 minutes, um, do that because it, it just is easier uh, to hear when you're still and you can hear his still soft voice. So Jesus, I thank you for my friend who is listening today. I pray for her or him that their hearts will be quieted before you. I pray that they would even see you if they've ever seen a picture of you in the past, something of your face, or maybe they, they've seen the actor in The Chosen or whatever it is, Lord. I pray that they would see your face in front of them right now and that you're smiling at them, Jesus, and that you love them and that you do show us the Father and the Father loves us just like you do, Jesus. Father is kind. He's good. No matter what type of experience my friend might have had on this earth, that she knows that the truth is that you are love, that you want to speak to her. And Lord, maybe she needs to take this 10 minutes and just cry. Maybe she's going through a really, really dark season. Maybe she needs to just cry. I pray that she would feel your arms around her right now. And that when she's ready, that uh, knowing you're going to speak to her and to write down what you tell her. And Lord, if she's in a happy season or just an everyday season, that you would just still her heart, Lord. Everyone, all of us are busy moms, but still her heart. Help her to give all of her attention to you and help her to know that you're right there with her. You're in her as a Christ follower. You're dwelling inside of her. And I pray that she would tune in to that still small voice inside of her and that she would ask you the questions and just wait 
and write down any words or phrases or maybe skip that question and go to the next one. But just the most important thing here is that she would know that you see her and you see that she wants to connect with you and you always reward those who earnestly seek you. And she is earnestly seeking you right now and you are her reward. So give more of yourself to her right now. Give her multiplier time throughout the day as she, since she sat here and uh, taken some time from her busy day. Multiply the rest of her time and let her hear from you. Let those words flow freely and let her write it all down. In Jesus' name, amen. I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Virginia.